Here's my mic. Boom, we're live. Oh, I should probably like turn my actual lights on. Look, I'm lit. Freaking, oh. freaking goddamn miracle. Ah, <clears throat> uh, hello everybody. It, it just works. It does just work, Michael. How are you? Welcome to the all-American version of the uh, Tick Whippies podcast. I am, of course, of your main host today, James. And joining me, as always, is Chris. Chris, how are you doing? Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. I am alive. I know. It's uh it is our Independence Day weekend. Um so of course we are going to be when Chris is and instead of us having the weekend off, depending, you know, Will in typical British fashion has demanded that the two Americans get on the podcast and run it while he goes away to do other stuff. Mm-hmm. Typical. A mistake every time. Yep. Yep, a mistake every time. Also, which he didn't notice is that I have uh I have I have our soundboard, which has the Dixie horn. <laughs> Excellent. And eagle screeches. Perfect. So 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 this is of We're course prepared. the most American podcast there is. Yeah. The most American podcast. That we can make. Actually, I guess it's the most American most podcast problem. we can make it. <sighs> but let's talk about thing. Sorry. <laughs> you were sorry. <laughs> we were absolutely we're so sorry. No, 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 no. We can't say that, Chris. That would no, make us right, a Canadian right. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this is an American podcast. It's just fuck you, right. guns, Bud Light, Eagle Screech. <laughs> Which I, I that, that's I'm not, not going to go any further. <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> yeah, already talked about everything. <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond. <sighs> Fourteen yeah. cars per person. Like no one can afford. <laughs> exactly. Do you like trucks? <laughs> Do you like diesel? That's great because you can't afford it. <laughs> you can't. You can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> do you like drugs? Do you like diesel? So do we. <laughs> we have it. We just can't do it. <laughs> My favorite thing is that like all Amer- most of the American car companies that aren't luxury car companies have just been like making trucks and SUVs because like that's what the American population wants. Then gas goes up to six dollars <laughs> a gallon, and all those people are like, "Fuck." <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, my my SUV is really not bad. Really not bad. It's like thirty to forty to the gallon. Okay, well I get about drive, I get about yeah. I get about thirty to the gallon. Yeah. Um my my problem is though is I I drive a I drive a Cadillac. Um Yeah. I have, I, do I have to put premium in my car. I'm so sorry. It's I'm, I'm so glad I can get away with not doing premium. Yeah, I I could. Like I could do an alternate. But like, I why why ruin your motor, or even attempt it? Yep. So yeah, no, it's it just sucks. But could be worse. We could be paying six dollars a liter versus six dollars a gallon. Is true. Very true. Yeah. Hello, Wheatley. <laughs> is that what I just heard? I thought I heard Wheatley. No, it was it was Glados as a ringtone. Oh, okay, Gladys is a ringtone. I, I I knew it was in Portal. I, I got that far. Um, speaking of video... Right franchise, wrong game. Yeah, exactly. Right franchise, wrong game. 
Uh, I guess we should talk about gaming news, right? Um, first, let's lead I mean, up. You're right. Do do we want to go with memes or do we want to go with kind of sad, depressing stuff? Let's go with the sad, depressing stuff and get it out of the way so we can meme the rest of the time. Okay, so the CG Project Red and uh, Cyberpunk. Apparently, back when Cyber 20 was launched, uh, there was claimed the Kuwait hadn't didn't catch all the bugs. Well, apparently, a 72-page document that was achieved said that Quantum Labs over-exaggerated the size of the team that were working on Cyberpunk for the contract. Made said that it made up senior staff, but it was instead junior and <laughs> juniors with six months of experience in quality control. And the Quantic Labs had a daily quota of reported bugs, which led CD Projekt Red getting thousands of relatively pointless bug reports from testers that took up time but caused game breaking issues not being prioritized to be found. So Quantic Lab over exaggerated the si si size of their team over-exaggerated the qualifications and uh, experience of the team, and then set goals that didn't help with quality control. Lovely. Now, the obvious question and the obvious next follow-up point is, is that like, why, didn't, why didn't CD Projekt Red do a look over themselves afterwards, just in case? They're in, I mean, they're in bug fix mode. The whole point of like them outsourcing the quality control is that like they're focusing on fixing this, the stuff that the bug reports are getting sent to them about, right? Like that's, that's mm -hmm. what they're focusing on. Like we need you to tell us because we're going to be fixing these bugs and we can't devote staff to go do that. And they've talked about the crunch time and everything with how, what happened with CD Projekt Red and everything, which sucks. It is not good, but like you hired a company to do a job and they didn't do the job or they, sorry, you hired a company to do a job and they half-assed the job. They only sold half the product. Yeah. I mean, which is, which could be literal, which could be what we, um, what we would call cyberpunk. They only sold half the product. So it's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, to, to, on their merit, they were staying, you know, within theme of the game. Yeah. But, uh, that's not when we should be in theme of the game. Um, it, it's just, it's just crazy. Uh, it, it doesn't take the blame all off CD project, right? That, that, <laughs> that, that, that's obvious. Um, but it adds context. And I think context is very important with this. Um, very important. I also like the fact that CD Projekt Red hasn't dropped 2077. They are still pushing out and making updates and making the game better. The fact that they opened it up to the modding community is a huge deal. Um, I think that has gone leaps and bounds into keeping the game at least relevant and on the back burner for people who really like it and want to keep playing it. And I think there's something else we have to talk about that actually is the silver lining to all of this is that the, um, the huge clusterfuck that was Cyberpunk has now given it to the point where get, where companies feel comfortable telling us that they're going to delay a game because they're, it's not ready. And we've seen that with mm -hmm. major titles and they people and they feel comfortable delaying those games, which is important. And that's huge. It is. That allows and and like the fact that that has become a like it took that for that to be okay in the industry. I think that's always also a win because even though Cyberpunk isn't what we wanted it to be. We're going to be getting a lot more games that are closer to what we expect them to be because of them. 
And if it takes, you mean yeah. sometimes somebody has to go through that to make that happen. I'm sad it was cyberpunk, but at the same time, you know, I'm glad it was somebody and I'm glad it was able to do that. I'm glad it wasn't a small company that did it, had a huge meltdown and clusterfuck and then like folded because of it. Yeah. Or was bought by EA and shot after they took their IP. <laughs> which is what actually, side note, which is what Blizzard did. Do you hear about what Blizzard Activision's uh, acquisition today? Are I didn't week? hear about their acquisition, no. The, um, you know the um, Battle Royale Spell Force? Or like, it's pretty much Fortnite, oh. but you get like the spell gauntlets? Yep, yep. They bought that company and are shutting down that game. And they're... Oh, Mo- and they're merging that team into WoW. Oh, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yep, <laughs> that's that's rough. There you go. I I don't know. I mean, once again, they made essentially it was Fortnite with with spell gauntlets and spells. It was Pretty, cool. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. I played it a little bit just to see what it was. Yeah. Good premise, but I don't know how a development team that worked on something like that is going to work in WoW. Besides them just being code monkeys. Don't know. Makes me sad. But big companies doing um, stupid things. Yeah. I will say, in the next com- the next coming years, we're probably going to see a lot more games coming out of the Godot engine. Mm-hmm. Um... I was just looking at something where uh, Unity laid off a whole bunch of people, um, and uh, it completed one of its um, acquisitions, but it seems that, I mean, like, we're we're looking at a lot of pinch on developers, Yeah, and Unity, while not terribly expensive, still has royalties, um, versus uh, Godot Engine, which has just been like making leaps and bounds in their technologies. They're not like they're not on real level. They're not, you know, top tier of Unity level, but they're still climbing up the ladder. So you're saying or we're gonna probably uh, they're gonna be the guys for like the <clears throat> indie game companies are gonna see a lot of come a lot come out because they're usually the ones that kind of latch onto these I would say B plus tier engines. Yes. Um there's already plenty of like indie Indie game development um, in them. Let's see. Uh, bu- 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 I'm trying to find a list of games that already use it. Um, let's see. Oh wow, Twitch! That's a great thumbnail of me. I'm just I'm just looking at oh, like what, what while you're doing that while we're doing that. It's got me closing my eyes and half sneezing. So mm, great picture. Oh, perfect. Yes. Yeah, there's there's a handful of games, um, I think, that are out. Garden Path, um, Rogue State Revolution. I've heard Human of Rogue State Diaspora, Revolution. Uh, Gravity Ace, Dungeon Draft. Um, Until then, Primal Light. There's, there's a handful that are out there. Um... What's interesting is that I've seen a handful of, like, utility projects come out of it. Not games, but, like, Krita 
K-R-I-T-A, which is an open source like alternative to Photoshop, was made in Godot. There's another one, uh, Pixelorama, which is made in Godot. Material Maker, made in Godot. Hmm. It's very strange. It's being used <laughs> for a lot more than just games. It's interesting. Um, but they're... they're um, building up towards the release of their fourth iteration of the engine. Um, and they're doing a lot of, like, uh, 3D elements to it. So it, it's a 2D and a 3D engine. But what's interesting is that it's, it's um, like, it's fully open source and non-profit versus most of the other engines out there, which are for-profit. So it's, it's the OBS of engines. It absolutely is, yes. It's, open. it's a good engine. I started working on it a little bit. It's a very good engine. Mm. Mm. Do you know um, <clears throat> Starfield is going to be in uh, Bethesda's first... Is their first new engine since um, Fallout 3? Ooh. So every game that's come out since Fallout... I think it was... Whatever came first, Fallout 3 or Skyrim, has just been a patched uh, version. Fallout 3 came out first. Oblivion. Oh yeah, actually it was Oblivion. No, it was Morrowind. Every game that's come out since Morrowind has just been a patched version of that engine. Of creation engine, yeah. Yeah. So uh, Starfield is their first time doing it in a new engine. It's still going to be janky as fuck. Oh, absolutely. It's a Bethesda game. But it's probably going to be less janky. Dude, and uh, Chris, I'm assuming you've seen the, the Starfield trailer? I, I took a peek at it. Okay. Did you did you notice the one thing that I noticed a lot? I noticed? Um, Maybe. <laughs> those faces of the people that they're when they're talking to one-on-one. -on -one, mm -hmm. Boy, that looks a lot like the uh, Obsidian facial structures, don't they? Mm-hmm. It's almost like they're owned by the same company now. It can share technology back and forth. <gasps> wow. Our art direction team. I'm sitting there looking at my like, that looks a lot like Obsidian, Distant Worlds faces. And I'm like, I'm not, and I'm not complaining. Um, I think that the Microsoft, the fact that like Microsoft is going to be able to just like, everybody fucking talk. This will be a good thing. Yep. The big hammer of the big tech. Yeah. There's, there's some upsides, there's some downsides. Like, yeah, we are, it is going to end up being like AAA studios are being congregated into like. <laughs> Literally, just who owns the console at this point? Um, yeah, they're gonna be yeah, like they're gonna be hardware companies versus software companies. Yeah, um, but at the same time, hey, you wanna know what? I am, I am. This is this is gonna sound really messed up. I am more excited for Starfield, not because of how I think it's gonna be a good game. I think it's gonna be a fun game. I want to see how much of a broken game it is. Yep. Like I think that's what we're all thinking. Like that's that's where we're all at. It's gonna be jank. How busted is it gonna be? It's gonna be jank. But it's gonna be a lot of fun. And that's the thing, like, you know, like C D Project Red, you think top tier, great game company, great development team. You think Bethesda Starfield, right? Like there's a, it comes out and it has some bugs that are pretty ridiculous. We're all gonna be okay with that, right? Because it's a Bethesda mm -hmm. game. We don't expect anything better from them. We're literally expecting almost nothing. We're expecting that. And the thing is, too, like, 
we can't say that they don't release a fun product, like janky or not. They're usually yeah. fun. And finding and and like I'm waiting for the meme compilations of just weird fucked up glitches and ragdoll physics to happen. Like like mm, mm, can't wait for all of that. It's gonna be perfect. Gotta be primo. Um I guess we should talk about EA now. And uh the tweet. This f- well, I've, I've got some more things. With oh, this. yeah, please. Please. Yeah. Um, so <clears throat> recently, uh, Sucker Punch has basically said nobody is working on any Sly Cooper or Infamous titles. Good. So I'm one of those fans. Uh, that's been dropped. Um, <clears throat> and then I have... Uh, let's see. It, it's been just... Oh, it's been a lot of uh, a lot of layoffs in the tech industry and the games industry. It's it's because there was a huge expansion during COVID because so many people were working from home and tech was in such an expansion already phase, and now there's you're seeing yep. a little bit of a retraction, and that's what happens. Um, it, the other thing is too, and and I think we can, and I think you would say this too, is that a, a lot of tech companies, especially video game companies. They are very much like work on expand the team out to work on a major project. Once a major project's complete, the project and then it closes. Yeah, yeah. Either complete the project or then shrink the team down to a maintenance level team, and either move those people onto another project, or if you don't have one, move them on from the company. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's standard practice. That that is standard practice. I just I haven't seen any. Like major titles from the people who are doing the layoffs, and I think that's it. Is that they probably yeah, had? What it is. They probably yeah. because remember we everything we we're getting now was in development pre-COVID. Yeah. So now we're getting to the point now where like people haven't started projects because of COVID, and there's kind of this going to be this awkward gap for a little bit because of the way development cycles work. So I think this is kind of like you're going to see all these layoffs and the shrinking down of the industry a bit. Because of COVID, they don't have any new projects or things happening or establishments, so. Yeah. <clears throat> well, uh, that's that's where I'm at with news. Uh, let's talk about this god-awful tweet. This, 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 this hottest of takes. First oh, of all, first of all, spicy. what do we think about major companies getting involved in the meme game? Oh, no. That isn't the KFC Twitter account. Because let's be honest. That, or the Wendy's. Or that the Wendy's. was good. Like, Wendy's, Wendy's and KFC are fucking top tier. Those admins are amazing. They are quite talented. We, we can all agree on that. Like, we can agree that those two are top tier. Like, EA, they're a 10, but they only play single player games. That's an 11 for me, baby. I was going to say, like, so there are 15. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, 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 don't, I don't get it. Like, this is the same company's, like, this is the death of single-player games. And they come out with, like, the Jedi Knight Fallen Order, right? And it's, like, one of their better titles that come out in years. Yep. Um, this is the same company that owns I. 
I mean, I don't know, the Mass Effect trilogy. They own Mass Effect. Yep. They own, um, God, I'll make Crisis. Yeah. <laughs> they own literally Bioware. It's literally any bio. Dragon Age, Titanfall. Titanfall is a multiplayer first-person shooter, but the story campaign in Titanfall 2 is very legit. True. I mean, like, you're, you're a company. Dead Space. Mm-hmm. It's just, just, all right, let's, let's, and let's talk about the games that, like, made them. Archon, The Dark Light, like, just Archon 2, Sky Fox, like, A Bard's Tale, The Bard's Tale. Just, they were built off of single-player games, then they hit it big with, like, a couple of multiplayers, and now everything has to be multiplayer. Yeah. Um, let's, the, the few games that they do have multiplayer are cash cows. Let's go. Yeah, let's go to the two thousands. Let's go to the two thousand. I think that's a good time to say. Would well, you think the two thousands were EA's golden age? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say early two thousands. Yeah. Like, like we're checking like early two thousands here. The Sims, Sid Meier's yep. Alpha Centauri. Mm hmm. I mean, then you've got like the Tiger Woods games, the NHL games. Pre-internet, so single-player games. SimCity 3000, Shogun Total War. I mean, these are fucking heavy hitters. Seriously. F yeah. 007, the world is not up. Medal of Honor, Red Command and Conquer, Red Alert 2. I'm just in 2000. SSX. Apparently 007 Racing. That sounds like a gem. Why? Why? That's, wh that's weird. Where's, where's my remaster <laughs> of 007 Racing? Right? Come on. Um, just just sneaking into uh, into 2001. Ultima Online. Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> like Shogun. <laughs> the rest of the Shogun series. Like the finish up. Command and Conquer. Theater of War. Command and Conquer. Yuri's Revenge. The Dark Age of Camelot. God, that's a classic. SSX yeah. Tricky. Ooh, that's a good one. Comanche 4. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Big, big speed running game. True, true. Another expansion for Ultima Online. Like, like, like Ultima Online, yeah, that was an MMO, but like, I'm reading stuff off here. Sis Meier's Civil War Collection, Medal of Honor Frontline. These were huge first-person, you know, single-player games. Oh my god, there was a thing called 007 Racing. Holy shit. Uh, what did... IGN gave it a 5 out of 10, which means it's horrible. That's a, like, that's them saying, it's like, don't buy this game, it sucks. So. Yeah. I think we can all agree that EA... Here... <laughs> Here's their he thinks they have their thumb on the pulse of the community, or where it really is is so far up Bobby Kotek's ass <laughs> mm -hmm. that um that um they can they can dangle his uv uvula. Oh my fucking uh, like uh, it's okay. <clears throat> so the majority, I would say, the majority of gameplay in Elden Ring. Mm -hmm. Is single player 
gameplay. Yes, you could. I look at it this way: it's a game. Elden Ring is a single-player game that can have multiplayer elements. Yeah, it, its primary focus is the singular player. It's not built around multiplayer. It just has. It's it's like sprinkles on top. You, you if that could, game came out and it was not multiplayer, okay, whatever, who cares? You could, still love it. You could almost say that the multiplayer aspect of Elder Ring is really just to get help with bosses. Hmm? It's, it's, it's like a way of like just getting help that isn't NPCs. Or to fight more challenging enemies. Right. Let me solo her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking god tier. And let me solo him. Someone did uh him. someone does um uh what's his name? Fuck, what's his name? God, I should know it. It's the guy with the horse. Yeah. Redan? Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. Redan. Someone did I get it right? For Redan. Yeah. Oh my god, I did get that right. Mm-hmm. I know, normally you butcher a name when you don't remember it. Yeah, well. <laughs> or normally I just butcher I butcher Elden Ring and Dark Souls shit. The fact that I was able to not yeah, only remember well, that, that but like pull it off the top of my head like that. Fuck. Yeah. Oh, that was very good. Yeah. Bravo. You can see how much of an impact the game has on James. It's the longest it's it, I played the most hours of this game of this out of any Souls like game. Um I've played twenty hours of it. I haven't beaten it yet. I don't know if I will beat it, but you know, I don't hate it. I just got burnt out on it. Yeah, you went hard. <laughs> I did. Also, like, are we kind of ready for a little DLC for Elden Ring? Just like a little something else? Uh probably coming up. See, See, I burnt out on it in a different way, not because of the gameplay, but like once I saw that like people were beating it in 25 minutes with DDR dance pads, like at this point it's like, what, why do I need to beat this game when people are already maximizing the shit out of this to the point where like, like they're doing, they're like trying to like find minimize, like find weapon combinations to minimize frames to see if they can go faster. Mm -hmm. So. It's my thought. I think the fastest speed run was under two minutes. It's it's. Ah, uh, though That's I should a wild wild setup. I mean, like, okay. The, uh, to be fair, it is because the oh, the um open world aspect is a little janky. Yeah, I mean, you you'd expect that for open world games. There has to be something that makes it, there has to be some jank because you can't have that world persistently running. There has to be some give and take unlike you know, you can't load all of Elden Ring's map at once. Have it constantly running in yeah. render in game engine all the time at that quality. Correct. I think the only people who could do that is probably NASA supercomputer. Maybe. By the way, I've heard of, I heard a great story of a guy who worked who was a NASA engineer who played GTA Five or played played GTA uh, GTA yeah, GTA Five, and he says that their internet speed is so fast that if his boss was going to come and do a walkthrough, 
he could delete GTA, uninstall it from his computer, have the guy do his 10-minute walkthrough, and then install it and have it back on his computer in five minutes because their internet is so fucking fast. Though, let's be really real. They're probably saying, oh, their internet's fast. I'm like, no, they just probably have, like, a media server with, like, all of the games and porn on it, like, dedicated somewhere in their system that is run by the IT department that, like, you have to, like, have a special torrent login to get into. <laughs> because, like, I don't know about you, Chris, but my college had that. Like, the peer-to-peer -peer sharing, like, file network that was run by the IT yeah. department. We didn't. We had two people in our IT department. Okay, like UConn, UConn had a massive, <clears throat> basically peer-to-peer -peer internal sharing network, um, which you, which no one was supposed to have access to, and it was not condoned by the college at all. And they were actively trying to find it, but we're pretty sure it was run like. And the only way you could get in is if you knew somebody who knew the passwords and stuff. Um, but we're pretty sure the IT department were the guys who were running it, the same guys who were supposed to find it. So mm -hmm. that helped out. But yeah, like the big thing is, is like, first of all, let's talk about it. it had a ton of video games on it. ISO, ISO disc. I got very good at having digital hard drive, CD drives with ISO files. Um, a lot of porn, like just a lot of torn. But the other cool thing about it was is textbooks. Like all the textbooks were on there. So if you had a class, you could download the PDF version of the textbook and not have to pay $200. So it was, it, some good things did come of it, but yeah. Oh, Elden Ring. You've made, it's going to be a very interesting game of the year discussion, I think this year, for sure. I think yeah. a lot, I think a lot of people will still go with Elden Ring, but I, I, I think that it's been released so early that some people may forget a little bit about it. I still think it's going to take it. Um, I don't think anything is going to be releasing this year that's going to knock it out of its... Uh... There is one! There is one game that they think could it, could give it a shot. Uh, I just have to get the freaking releases here. Turn off all the cookies. Uh, it is if it if I can find it. God of War Ragnarok. They're thinking maybe okay. may be able to challenge challenge it. I so here's my expectation. Um, um, I think if Ragnarok comes out, I don't think Ragnarok's going to be nearly as good as Elden Ring as, um, as what it says, but I think it'll take the, uh, the slot. Do I think it will deserve? I don't think it'll deserve the slot, but I think it'll take the slot. They're two very juxtaposed games. Because this, this is how I look at it. As somebody who kind of doesn't, isn't, doesn't have a PS5, so isn't going to play Ragnarok. And mm. isn't really a huge... Uh, isn't really a huge 
Elden Ring, Souls like game fan. Uh, fan. Mm -hmm. I think we can all agree that Elden Ring, though it has a, a probably one of the better, more cohesive stories for a Souls game, is all about the gameplay, right? Like, that's the focus of Elden Ring. Like, pinpoint movement, great gameplay, great fighting mechanics, and awesome bosses. We can. I think that's a, that's a fair assumption to make. Whereas God of War Ragnarok won't have the gameplay level, but will probably oust it a little bit in story, just because it's a really narratively heavy story. Yeah, they put a lot more focus onto it. Um, and it's once again, it's it's that's why they're two completely different games. They're they focus on two very different things. I think what it'll boil down to is that God of War won't have the same replayability. No, because it's a one playthrough and done. Yeah. I mean, and then what's going to end up happening? I I genuinely feel what's going to end up happening is that the um, the people running whatever awards are going out will end up pushing that forward. Because they'll only have done the one playthrough as opposed to, but I mean, like, let's be real. the The fact that Elden Ring is still so pervasive in its memes, in in all of the other media that comes out with it, it's enormous. Hasn't released anything extra. Absolutely. I mean, we can all also say that one 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 game that's going to be on the uh, top of the list is going to be uh, Stray. Cy Cy mm. Cyberpunk cat game where you play as cat in Cyberpunk yeah. world? Yes. Uh, sign me up. Absolutely. 10 out of 10. Uh, and, more. And we already know what my game of the year that. is. Yeah. Football Manager 2023. Of course, yeah. It's just, just what it is. Near Autonoma comes out for the Switch. So does No Man's Sky. Interesting. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, no, No Man's Sky is surprisingly small for a game. Like, as far as the... Everything's ser everything server-side. <laughs> also, No Man's I mean, Sky... It's a fantastic set of technology. It is. Like, like they... They, if you're if you've been listening to the podcast, check, take your shot. Uh, James and Chris talk about No Man's Sky. Um, yep. Mm, mm, so Another good. Another one for the bingo card. Yeah, so good, so good. It, um, it, I I still I'm I'm standing by the. I love I love the fact, love the fact that it is just a project that. Despite all odds, despite all criticism, continues to crank out good content. That is a game where the developers love the project. And the other thing, too, is their production company, Sony, didn't give up on them either. That's the other thing. Like mm -hmm. The team loves the project, and the company funding them didn't pull the, pro to pull the plug on the funding. They let them keep going. And it is probably one of the, like, not only has he, uh, can we say that he has almost delivered on everything that he initially promised way back when? 
Yeah, he, he has. I think the only thing that isn't there is PvP? I like the fact that there isn't any PvP in that game. I like the fact that it's just get together and explore. I mean, you can, you can, yeah. you can get dinosaur mounts and pets now. It's like, hey, we somebody saw. Made a, hold on, somebody made a spreadsheet. Oh boy! I'm posting the uh, the admin channel. Good. I'll have to take a look at it. Spreadsheet. Okay, large scale joinable space battles. Yes, sorta. Destroy <laughs> space stations. No. Roaming freighters. Yes. Factions with different uh, different attributes. Yes. Trade ship docks. Yes. NPC launching from ground. Yes, sorta. Crashed freighters. Yes. Ringed planets. Yes. No skyboxes, no. Um, it's a dynamic skybox. Yeah, it's dynamic. So, no, sorta. Um, butterflies, yes. Animals interact with each other in the environment, somewhat. Um, smart AI that knows what planets you've been to. Can't confirm. That's an interesting one. Um, rivers, somewhat. Radio chatter, yes, sorta. Packs of walking sentinels, yes. Name your ship, yes. Fly between star systems manually. No. Um, you also can't fly into a star. <laughs> um, resource dependent on distance from star. Yes, sorta. Play the game exclusively as a trader. Yes, sorta. Play as a space pirate. Yes. Scout for a galactic. Yes. Sand planets. Somewhat. Water worlds. Yes. Pack reinforced doors. Yes, sorta. Unique ships. No. Portals. Yes. Land on asteroids. Yes. Uh, no, I'm sorry. No. I was wrong. Land on asteroids. No. Um, crafting with complexity, yes. Planets have vastly different resources, yes. Its own periodic table, somewhat. Um, ships with cloaking devices, no. Call wingmen to aid you into the battle, no, not really. Um, glass windshield to help see inside a ship, yes. Maneuver, like in the trailer, yes. Day-night cycles, somewhat. And then, um... And features that were and never promised yeah. that, that they did get? Base building, driving, VR, sunken wrecks, tech planets, farming, character customization, third-person camera, game modes, purchase freighter and store multiple ships, salvage ships, own multiple ships, underwater biomes, submarine, archaeology, social hub, interactive NPCs, ride animals, cooking and recipes, and terrain editing. <laughs> I think I think the damn I think like I mean I will take I will take um base building and tech planets and farming over no skyboxes fly between systems manually and like landing on asteroids Yep I like this uh this first comment on the thing it's it's clear what they must add next stars we can fly into <laughs> Why would you want to fly manually between star systems? That would take literal years. Yeah, it, it would. It would actually suck. It would suck. I don't like. I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't have an issue with them not having that in there. Like, no. What's the name of the game that does that? Um, single player, where you play as kind of like a fighter kind of pilot. Horizon something Horizon. I fucking have the game. Uh, uh, me and you played it together. They've got the fuel rats for people who run out of fuel. Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. Like, yeah, you could do that in Elite Dangerous. It sucks. <laughs> yeah, it does. 
<laughs> like, like I'm okay. Like I didn't, I didn't need No Man's Sky to be a realistic space sim. Yeah. If I wanted that, I'd go to Eve. <laughs> That's. <laughs> go. I have no intention on going back to Eve. Oh God. <laughs> Chris, I've already got enough games in my life that are just like spreadsheets. I don't need more. Yeah. It wasn't a bad game. It was no, just it's, a lot. It's a great. It was, it was dedication. Yeah, you like you like you need it was a full-time job to play that game. Even casually, like you needed to like be like in for 3 hours every day. Yeah. And as much as I like Eve, I think I think that my one major problem with the game with it as a whole is it almost feels too passive sometimes. That was what I had an issue with was that even in combat, even in hunting, like hunting was tense, but it was very slow. And, and even through like even combat, you never really feel like you have full control of like what you're doing. You're kind of, I mean, it's, it makes sense. You're just kind of like a captain giving orders and the ship is kind of doing what it can, but it just, it just never seems like you're ever really fully in control. But, hey, I love the EVE community, and I love, like, I love everything about it. Like, I love watching those videos. I like I like it when they're, like, sitting and go, like, $1.2 million worth of starships have been destroyed in a recent EVE battle. Those are great. Like, mm -hmm. reading that stuff. The fact that it, it, it is so drawable into an economic sense. So, yeah. I'm, uh... <sighs> also, let's, I mean, and I'll give us one last thing to send us off into what we've been playing. Um, there's been one other thing where uh, the God of War team has been being sent unsolicited dick pics from angry Sony fans. Okay. And the reason for that is give me a second here i sent that article to will i have to go into my chat with him uh i believe the reason is because of um god of war not being exclusive to sony playstation anymore oh that's fucking dumb uh yeah the exact headline is god of war fans harass sony santa monica employees with unsolicited dick pics Uh, allegedly due to their annoyed at soon all right yeah god of war ragnarok's allegedly uh allegedly due to be dated today but sony announced for announcement for some reason will probably be publicly known the likelihood is that logistic involving pre-orders it's pure speculation yeah so they're upset that um sony delayed like the release of god of war ragnarok for a little bit uh and uh they got pissed so they sent them dick pics Good job. Good thing you didn't do it to CD Project Red when they were doing Cyberpunk. They probably would have modeled it in the game and then made it a meme. So, there you go. Uh, Chris, what have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing uh, V Rising and Neverwinter Nights. Uh, touched Starbound, a little bit of Paladins, a little bit of Path of Exile. I opened up Warframe the other day and realized how harsh of a grind fest it is again. And I'm just like, I don't really want to do that. And you're just like, where do I start? 
because you have a character that's usually like mid to upper level, but like the game has changed so goddamn much. You're just like, where where do I go? Yeah, where do I even like? What do I even do? I'd, I here's the thing. I never really got into start. Uh, I never got in, really into Warframe. I have 23 hours on it. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of that was jumping around in the open world space when uh, that banger of a fucking music video came out. <sighs> fucking. Uh, uh, we all live together. Oh, talk about a relevant song, Jesus Christ. Um, that 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 was the last time I really like played, and I spent like four or five hours just jumping around. I, I did some lore things. I don't have a lot of time in this game. I didn't do a lot in this game. Um, yeah. Other things I've been playing. Uh. I opened up Nomoria the other day, which is like a kind of uh, like a dwarf fortressy thing with gnomes. Um, did I open Seven Days? I didn't play Seven Days to Die. Why is that on my recent things? Um, I picked up a handful of games for the summer sale. It was three. Uh, I'm sorry, for four. Two of them I returned. Um, I picked up Loop Hero, which I kept. I picked up Craft Hero, which was really not worth it. And Staxel, which is like a 3D Minecrafty voxel version of um, Stardew Valley. And I, I really like Staxel. It's very calming. It's very relaxing. I have no idea how to move on to the next day. 10 out of 10. Uh, but, 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 yeah, that's that's what I've been, been playing. It's better than me. Football Manager and the Division Two. Mm. I started to play the Division Two, <clears throat> and then the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. And uh, obviously, pan the pandemic. The, what's the story promise of the Division? A worldwide plague starts and. It starts and um, destroys a lot of the population. Everybody has to go in quarantine. They can't really find a cure for it. Government breaks down. Authoritarianism rises up. And uh, the world orders start to collapse as government explodes on itself through to corruption. And I was like, hmm, this hits a little bit too close to home right now. Let's not play this game. Um. Those issues are still going on, but it's a little bit better now, so I decided to play it. Also, because I could just be just random gun dude shooting random gun stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Also, did you know Square Enix is coming out with a farming game? I'm not surprised. Alright, what's it called? It's called, um... Harvestella? And it's a farming game, but it looks like it's a farming game that's based in Final Fantasy XIV. So there's five seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, there's spring, winter, fall, you know, summer. And then there's a thing called the harrowing, where everything dies. And your job is to, like, not only be a farmer, but then, like, to stop the harrowing from happening. Uh, every year, 
and like so it, it's like it has farming and then like go out and rpg element kind of stuff you know the that kind mm-hmm. of farming game um i think it's coming out for pc as well as um as well as like the switch and it kind of seems like something that may be up our alley yeah this Probably. looks this looks like very final fan all right like the main character is wearing like 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 thigh high like leather boots and like has like a white shirt that like has like it's asymmetrical and has like a cloth part that kind of dangles off to the side and it might also be a dude uh they have giant furry oh god they have chris like a giant random crystal hanging out in the middle of nowhere yep yep yeah this thing looks like final fantasy here you go chris take a look at that um oh perfect Yep. Yeah, it 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 totally looks like looks like some shit that we would that we would play. Yeah. Main character is just androgynous enough that you don't know if it's a man or a woman. It's, yep. also, it's also coming out this year in November. <laughs> so, like there's that too. Can I wish list this? That's just the YouTube link. Wait, that character's name was Emo. That was great. All right, done. I'm sold. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's it's up for pre. It's up for wish listing. Oh, cool. There you go. I probably won't buy it full price, but oh, I won't either. This is to me. This is probably like a thirty-five dollar game. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, <laughs> you t- fucking fucking farming game. I'm always down for a farming game. I'm always down for a farming game. Absolutely. Like that's those those are. I've got Stardew Valley installed on my computer right now. <laughs> Whenever I'm stressed, Stardew Valley. Yeah, I mean. Uh- Staxel. It's, it's just 3D Stardew Valley. Mm-hmm. Minus the um the energy system. Like you can just spend the entire time just on the same day running around at the speed of sound. How do you spell it? Stack? Uh S-T-A-X-E-L. It's very cute. Oh, it's only like five bucks. Yeah, it's just very oh, cheap. It's it's five bucks, and it isn't even a uh, early access game. Oh, those cows! Those cows look so cute. The happy face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Add to wish list. Add to wish list. All right. Yeah, perfect. It's been like a total of ten bucks. On games this year from the the summer Steam sale, but I actually I have like thirty more I can spend. I just need to figure out where I want to spend it. Yeah, it's, those are those are strategic things we have to do. It really boils down to survival games because I love them. What was your What was your thoughts on um? What the name of the game? Uh, did you ever play Frostpunk? Frostpunk is on my wish list, okay. but Frostpunk 2 is coming out, so I'm like, 
Let's get away for that instead. Um, there's a, another game coming out that may be interesting. It's called IXION. It's coming out later this year. Ixion. It's basically it's basically Frostpunk, but in space with a starship. And um, the best way to describe it is, uh, what if Waylon developed faster-than-life travel and the experiment to do it destroyed the moon, which caused a cataclysm on Earth, and you guys came back from your failed FTL test to find out with, like, there's nobody left alive in the solar system, your resources are dwindling, and you have to scavenge the remains of infrastructure in in space to try and survive on, a, on your star sh on your space station. Hmm. The trailer also has some of the best fucking music I've ever seen. Yeah. There's a few games that are higher up on my listing. Um, yeah. cause the, the main thing is I like, I like the personal aspect of it. I like individually being able to go and do things. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of like the the management sims, I tend to like fail. I'm really bad. I'm really bad at them. <laughs> Fucking love them. Um, another one. That I also you... don't want. Uh, when you, okay, so my issue is when you search survival, you get horror games all the time because mm -hmm. of the survival horror genre, which is the dumbest name. Like, oh, I hate it. <laughs> so, another game I would recommend is done by the same studio that does Frostpunk. Mm -hmm. It's called The Altars. Let me take a look. A guy is stuck on a planet by himself, and the way he's surviving mm -hmm. is creating alternate versions of himself from alternate dimensions to help him survive. Ah. It looks really fucking weird, but awesome at the same goddamn time. It's it, so this is definitely not a horror game. Not no. a horror game. Not a not a survival game. Um, it, this is absolutely going to be like I want to say like a Telltale style game. I don't know from how it's interacting. I I just like the premise. Like, like you have. Oh, absolutely! It'll like, be a fun watch. Th this is this is Moon. If you've ever seen the movie Moon, like with Sam Rockwell, this is this movie. Like Sam Rockwell is a guy mining on the mining on the moon, and like he's starting not to feel well and stuff, and he has an accident, and he almost dies and gets taken back to base. But he wakes up and there's a, a younger version of him there, and he comes to find out that like what's happening is is that he is a uh, clone of the same guy and they know that mining on the moon for two years you'll get can't they'll get cancer and die so they just when the guy dies they just raise another clone up and they put them on the same loop hmm. watch it it's really good it's done by david bowie's son it's a cool it's a cool movie and it's only 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 has like four actors in it because it's like sam rockwell acting against sam rockwell and then like kevin spacey voices his robot buddy Oh, um, would would highly recommend. But yeah, that's what this reminds me of. It it looks absolutely insane. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Uh, pump out shoutouts. Thank you all for being here, Chris. Thank you for joining me on uh, the 
American Hour. American Hour. <laughs> uh, Will, if you listen to this, we didn't put our foot in our mouths, so congratulations. We did a podcast. I think we did a pretty okay job this we, time. We, yeah, exactly. We we he, he he would be proud of us not fucking this up. He at least wouldn't be disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> We've had some times where he's come to me and be like, James, that was some pretty... I'm like, yeah, it's all right. We don't, can't don't ever stalk uh, talk again. You need to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, folks. So Good. enjoy your weekend, Chris. Enjoy your fourth. Of course. Um, science, bitch, and uh, we're out of here. Have a good one, folks. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what one one last thing. So there's yeah. there's a large group of people who are doing like the um, purchasing boycott uh, July third through fifth. I I I am participating to a degree, but I will say that uh, shop local, shop tiny, shop small business. If you need to get anything, buy small business all the time. Full stop. Just end of story. Yeah, I discovered so, that we have a, a handful of uh, local grocers over here, and we're gonna check them out today. Support so. small business. Support local restaurants mm-hmm. if you're gonna have food. Local restaurant, order yourself some takeout from a local restaurant. They're always could use the mm-hmm. help, especially with the, with everything opening back up again. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, and just be nice to like your, be nice to those service workers. If you do also have to go to a grocery store and you do have to go to a chain grocery store, be nice to those people mm-hmm. because remember they kept you alive during the pandemic. They did. They did not get time off. So be. Be nice to people. Just be nice to people. They didn't get let's, paid for shit. Yeah, just be nice to let's, people. Let's just let's just make this joke. Just be fucking nice to people for this weekend. Do that for a change. Be kind. Rewind. I'm not saying that you are not a nice person, but like, yeah, act, I'm a dick. Yeah, yeah actively. <laughs> oh, Chris. Yeah, I wasn't talking to you, Chris. I know who I do like. <laughs> but the rest of you, the rest of you, <laughs> just don't. <laughs> don't worry it's the same with me chris is just gonna cover it back Abby. i'm just uh, much of a dick as he is it's fine <laughs> two guys are talking about video games on the internet <laughs> it's our therapy session like once a week this is how we get it all out of our system <laughs> oh my god yep all right folks be nice to each other enjoy your weekends if you do celebrate the american independence have a good one <laughs> Enjoy that. Uh, Britain, we're not sorry. Um, though we're starting <laughs> to be a little sorry. <laughs> so, but sorry, we'll get to that. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, hashtag sorry, not sorry. Have a good one. Bye-bye. And the buttons are still working, so I have to do it manually. Uh.